Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this episode, y'all, I, I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> it's a ring of endless light. I have literally never seen this movie before. I've never I've heard, heard of it. it. I've never heard of it. But I've never seen we it. We are both on our second drinks to hopefully make this more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best. There's a reason why we haven't seen it. This was August 23rd, 2002. I was about to say 2020. Um, 2002. And there's only one more decom this year. Probably because this one was so bad. <laughs> Um, this is a star-studded cast, though. It's true. Um, the the main character is played by Misha Barton. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She's mm-hmm. most famous for being in the OC. And wait, I have something to say about this. I've never watched the OC, but the um, classic Andy Samberg, Shia LaBeouf, mm, what you say skit is based off of a scene from the OC, yeah. and her character Marissa in it's the, the OC the is the one who shoots the gun. <laughs> I never knew that that skit was based off of anything, and then I saw in the comments what it was, and I looked it up, and it's so funny. So if you've ever seen the skit, but not the original, watch them both. Very funny. Just look at the original, and then think, she she went from being in a decom, <laughs> the, the, the career trajectory. Um, we also have Ryan Merriman, um, decom staple. As you know, he was in Luck of the Irish and Smart House. He was also in Touched by an Angel. I made a note of that because he was. <laughs> oh, should we start tracking that? Um, we also have Jared Padalecki, which I was very surprised. <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere. I saw his, I was watching it. I didn't look the people up before and I was watching it. I saw his name come up in the credits and I was like, wait a second. Yeah, if you don't know, I'm sure you do. Jared Padalecki, um, has been on Supernatural for the past 37 years uh, he also played Dean in Gilmore Girls. Rory's Dean worst is, boyfriend. Dean is trash. <laughs> it, he was written to be, like, the good boyfriend, but he was trash. Yeah, he's the worst. He was trash. Um, but then we also have, um, some people like to skip over these other notable roles of Jared Padalecki. He played, uh, he was in Cheaper by the Dozen. He played the guy. <laughs> Uncredited bully. <laughs> he played the guy who bullied Charlie and put corn in his locker. <laughs> Because Charlie is from small town Illinois, and then they moved. <laughs> so he put corn in his look. I mean, honestly, it's a good joke. <laughs> um, he was also in New York Minute with Mary-Kate and Ashley. Uh, he was in the reboot of Friday the 13th. We watched that once. It was not good. Um, and the uh, horror movie classic, House of Wax which also starred Chad Michael Murray and Paris Hilton. Oh my god, how have I never heard of that? I was playing Catch a Phrase once with my cousin, and the thing was Wax Museum, and instead of being, like, Madame Tussauds or something, he was like, okay, you know that old movie with Paris Hilton? <laughs> and I was like, House of Wax? Like, what, where does that take place inside of? And I was like, a Wax Museum? <laughs> um... We also have Miss Scarlett Pomers, who you may know as Kira from Reba, aka I watched that show every single day after school when I was in like fourth and fifth grade. Um, she has since retired from acting. I think she, I think it said she owns, she owns like some like jewelry business, I think. But in case you were wondering, like I did, Kira was like one of the main characters of Reba, and then she just kind of left. She had a disappearance that was never really really explained, except for that one episode whenever she just, like, walked through the house and the fake audience started, like, cheering, and Van was like, where were you? Like, where have you been? And she goes, out. And then she just walks away. It's because she was diagnosed with anorexia, and she spent a very long time in rehab, and so she had to leave Reba for that, but they never, like, 
explained her disappearance. She was, Kira was just out. <laughs> well, good for her. I'm glad she got help. Yeah. Um, and um, I had something to say about her real quick. She was also on Judging Amy and Touched by an Angel. <laughs> I literally do not understand what these shows are or why everyone from DCOMs was in them. Were they made by the same people who made DCOMs? Someone, if you know, please let us know. I mean, we could look it up. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Um, and then lastly, we have this man named James Whitmore. He's He plays the grandpa. He's an old man. He has a very, very long career in Hollywood. A lot of it is like movies from the 50s and 60s that I've never heard of. However, he played... Brooks in Shawshank Redemption, who I've only seen Shawshank Redemption once. I think it's the guy from the library, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I've never seen it. I saw that in his credits, and I was like, I wonder if Elizabeth will bring that up. I did. <laughs> I had nothing to it's say on It's the only him. thing he's been in that I've recognized. Yeah, I have no other additional information. None of them were in Seventh Heaven. I even looked at the, like, very minor characters. None of them. Um, so if you don't know, this book, or this book, this movie was based on a book by Madeline... Langle. She's the lady who wrote A Wrinkle in Time. Oh my god, she really went downhill. I hope this was before <laughs> A Wrinkle in Time, because, oh, yikes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I never read the book, either books, so I, I cannot tell you. I do have um, a list that IMDb had, it was in their trivia, I like the difference between the book and the movie, which I'll get to at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. but. Uh, a Wrinkle in Time is a pretty good book, so. Never read it. I, I read it in sixth grade, it was pretty good. <laughs> it opened my mind to the idea of time travel being like kind of real and I was like wait a damn minute we could have an entire episode <laughs> about time travel we have to get Abby on that's a that's a whole different podcast that's yeah another <laughs> podcast a spin-off podcast let us know if you're interested in our time travel podcast podcast basically how much we're scared of time travel <laughs> every single episode we're just like yeah really scared of that okay moving on <laughs> moving on okay so we open the beginning of the movie we open up this mermaid swimming underwater yeah, there's, like, animals around. Yeah, all the dolphins are swimming around her. And then um, this somber music plays, yeah. and she ends up swimming into a net and getting caught. Uh, so this boat horn blows, and then we see this main character, her name's Vicky, she wakes up, and her little brother is showing her some bugs. So that was just a dream. Just a dream. Um, this other girl asks if they're there yet. That or, Yeah, Vicky asks Susie, her little sister, if they're there yet. And they're like, she's like, yeah, Seven Bay Island, right up ahead. So they're taking the ferry and they um, row into Seven Bay Island, which I, I don't know where, I should have looked it up, I don't know where it is. They said um, something about how they're on the East Coast, so I assume it's like, I don't know, South Carolina or something. Could <laughs> That's be, just yeah. what I imagine, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Grandpa greets uh, all the kids as they get off. And they all call him Grandfather yeah, the entire grand- time. They don't say like Grandpa. They say Grandfather. That's like, that's like spending your entire life saying Mother and Father, who does that? I don't know, it's really weird. I thought they were gonna like explain it or something, and for being such like a warm Grandpa, you'd think that like they yeah, call him Grandpa. Yeah, like a military like children yeah no they call him grandfather i called him grandpa the entire time that's what we will be referring to him as no um so vicky is like standing there admiring the view while all the kids are putting their luggage in the car and grandpa's like where's vicky and robbie's like she's daydreaming again uh so grandpa's like vicky we're ready to go so they get into the car and susie opens up this umbrella that acts as the roof yeah there's like a sunroof and they they can't close it so they have to use an umbrella because it starts raining yeah so they pull into grandpa's house and everyone goes inside uh 
Rob asks, like, oh, can I look at the bugs in the garden? He loves bugs. Yeah, okay. each of the kids have their, like, thing, and Rob's is bugs. I definitely did not have a thing as a child. <laughs> I, just... I wanted to. Art was kind of my thing. I was an artsy child. Yeah, it was, like, child. kind of my thing, but I also, like, tried to make it not my thing, because everyone <laughs> was trying to make it my thing. <laughs> mm. Can't relate. I was never that good enough for people to try and make it my thing. It was only my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but they get home, and Vicky asks if anyone is called yet, and Susie's like, she's waiting for a call from Zachary Gray, and she's like, no, I'm not. Um, they say hi to the dog and cat there. Their names are Ned and Mr. Rochester. Yeah, Rob asks, like, whenever they got off the ferry, they're like, why aren't Ned and Mr. Rochester here? So I'm like, oh, there's more people waiting at home. But then they get there, and I'm like, oh, it's the dog and the cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vicky, uh, later calls mom just to, like, let her know that they got there safe and everything. And she's on the phone, and she's having this, like, one-sided conversation because we can't hear mom. She's like, no, I haven't had time yet. I'll promise to do it later. And then she hands the phone to Rob. And then Vicky looks longingly out the window as we cut to the next scene. Yeah, so the next scene, Vicky is reading a physics textbook. Principles of physics, just casually. Yeah, don't, everyone else is sleeping. And so Grandpa comes over and he's like, hey, can you help me set up Susie's telescope? Because Susie's thing is like astronomy. So yeah. um, she goes to help Grandpa and... Vicky says that Susie has this, like, specific schedule of all the things she wants to do this summer, and she just feels like she knows what she's doing with her life, and Vicky doesn't. <laughs> Susie's, like, ten years old. Also, I relate to that very much, so. <laughs> and so she says, I don't even know what I want to do tomorrow, let alone the rest of summer. And Grandpa's like, that's fine, you're a teenager. Yeah, so then Grandpa's like, so, some light reading before bed, like, referencing to the physics book, and Vicky says that Mom and Dad want her to go to this gifted program at the university that they work out that they work at and she tried to test in and she passed English but she failed the math and science tests yeah and so um she's like kind of feeling down but grandpa's like oh I have a gift for you so he goes and gives her this book and we see that it is a book of all of her poems that she's written and she it's loves like a it scrapbook of like the little poems yeah, that it, she mails him it's like embossed on the cover though and it's like poems from Vicky Victoria well, it, says, it, it says Victoria and I was like oh he gives her this book of and it's like oh wait they're her poems yeah and so grandpa is talking about how like, he loves her poems, and he wonders if she's ever shown them to anyone besides him. And Vicky says no. She said she used to show them to Mom, but Mom was just kind of indifferent, so she stopped. But Grandpa says that they're really good, and Vicky thanks him again for the gift. Um, and then she gives him a hug, and Grandpa kind of, like, winces a little bit, and Vicky's like, oh, are you okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, the luggage is kind of heavy. I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah, so, so they say goodnight, and then we briefly see Grandpa in his room taking these medications before bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the next morning, Susie is checking the weather report in the newspaper at breakfast. Um, Vicky notices this boy riding a bike. This shirtless guy coming up to their house and Vicky runs out. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yeah, as she, like, takes the trash out. So, this is Adam. He introduces himself to Vicky and Susie. Um, he's returning books that Grandpa let him borrow. Yeah, and Vicky is very surprised because she's like, you're reading philosophy? Yeah, she she looks very interested. Oh, you like philosophy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam asks Susie about her interest in astrophysics, and then they talk about science for a little bit, because Adam works at the Marine Center studying dolphins. And he has early admission to Harvard in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. Not everyone goes to Harvard. Literally so 
little people go to Harvard. So little people. Also, Susie says she wants to apply to MIT early admission in two years. Susie, you are 10 years old. How, how are you getting into MIT? It doesn't make sense. If you haven't been to high school. Yeah. So then he starts explaining that he's studying marine biology and... Yeah, he says, I'm studying dolphins. And Vicky's standing there and she goes, I love dolphins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Adam just like, okay. And then he starts talking to Susie again about echolocation. And he starts defining it. And Susie's like, I know what echolocation is. Bitch, That's right, Susie. Is. That's right. We don't need you to mansplain echolocation to us. <laughs> Like, watching them talk about science, she's like, I love dolphins. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would contribute to the conversation, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so Vicky looks annoyed as they keep talking about all this science stuff, and she feels out of place. And, yeah, Susie is annoyed at his mansplaining, and I said, same. Adam at- decides to invite them to the Marine Center to, like, see the dolphins and see what he's working on. So, as they all bike there together, Adam starts, like, explaining everything that he's working on. And then this boy in a convertible drives up and stops on the road. Yeah, and Susie's like, here's Mr. Thinks He's Charming. Susie is not impressed. <laughs> yeah, and so Vicky, like, kind of goes over a little bit. This is bit. Jared Padalecki. Yeah, this is Zachary Gay- Gray. He says, Vicky Austin, the girl from last summer. And then Vicky shoots back, the guy who never returns letters. And so Zach's like, don't hold a grudge against me. My letters are boring anyway. And he's like, hey, you want to ride? And she's like, no, I'm going to go meet some dolphins. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't blame Vicky. Like, if I was a teenager and teenage sheriff had a lucky one sitting on me, even if he was a dick, I'd probably swing <laughs> But she's like, I'm going to go see dolphins. So they continue on their way, and Adam is telling them a bunch more about dolphins. And Vicky brings up mermaids out of nowhere. Okay, and- <laughs> well, this is they're at the, um, the marine center. Vicky, Susie, and Adam, they feed the dolphins, and Adam starts spewing off these dolphin facts. He's like, oh, like, back bef- like before they dolphins and whales like evolutionized into what they are now they were like originally they were like land creatures and they like went back to the sea and like that's how they got their fins and stuff and then vicky goes mermaids are land and sea creatures too yeah she brings up mermaids out of nowhere and Susie like rolls her eyes or something but adam's like oh well i read that people used to mistake dolphins and other creatures for mermaids so that's probably how the mermaid myth came to be sailors at sea were literally so fucking horny that they fucked whales and dolphins (laughs) and that's how mermaids they thought it was sirens (laughs) um vicky notices immediately she's like oh one of the dolphins isn't eating and then there's like this magical whoosh yeah, and, and the dolphin winks at her. They, like, connect <laughs> telepathically. The dolphin winks at her, and we learn that its name is Enid, but her it's name. spelled... Oh, her name is Enid. It's spelled Y-N-I-D. I had to write it E-N-I-D to make sure that I yeah, remember how to spe- how pronounce it. And uh, Vicky says that she's worried about her calf, because Adam comes over and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, she's worried about her calf. And Adam's like, how do you know she was pregnant? And Vicky's like, oh, she just looks like she's pregnant. <laughs> Uh, so back at home, Vicky is casually reading her physics book, and <laughs> as Susie walks in, she goes, what do you think of Adam? And uh, Susie, Susie says, oh, well, I am not a fan of nature studies. I like astrophysics. I don't even know why she, I don't remember why she's <laughs> like nature. 
Uh, but then, I don't know, Vicky looks out and sees Grandpa on the dock, and that's the end of the scene. Yeah, so Vicky rides her bike back to the research center, and she goes to see Enid again and talks to her, and Adam is shocked that she can tell them apart, because she's like, he's like, oh, you just met them, how'd you know? And he says that he needs her help with his study. And so Adam introduces Dr. Zand, and she's just the one, like, running the entire study. We learn here that Grandpa is a reverend. That's yeah. never mentioned <laughs> earlier, but yeah. And so the doctor asks, like, oh, how's your Grandpa doing? And she kind of gives, like, a weird look when Vicky's like, oh, she's fine. Oh, he's fine. And Adam gives Vicky a wetsuit, and then they go to the beach. She, he never explains what they're doing until they're, like, doing it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they drive out to the bay, uh, they're on the beach, and Adam, like, starts explaining what they're studying, they get in the water, and Adam calls for Enid's mate, Basil, who just, like... It's pronounced Basil, but it's spelled Basil. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's Basil, like, like a thermometer or something, but it's spelled Basil. so he says that Basil, like, stays close by... Because he knows that Enid's pregnant. Yeah, and it's Enid's mate. Um, And they're trying to, like, call them back. Okay, so the whole experiment is, like, they're trying to see how the dolphins communicate if they're kept in captivity versus, like, the ocean, if they can still communicate with each other or something. So Basil is, like, in the free roaming ocean, but Enid is, like, a part of their, like, captivity study or whatever. And so he has to, like, use these dolphin calls to see if Basil will come over. That's basically what it is, I yeah, think, from so, my understanding. I don't know. He calls Basil over. He, like, does some flips and tricks. And Adam's- yeah, there's horrible effects of a dolphin, like, <laughs> jumping and swimming around them. Adam tells Vicky, like, oh, like, be careful. He's not very friendly. But Vicky immediately starts petting him, and Adam is so impressed. And she's like, he had an itch under his fin. And so yeah, Adam Adam's- asks again, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, I don't know. And then they laugh at Basil because he's, like, spinning around. And Adam sees a scar on Basil, and Vicky says, hard, sharp, seaweed, out of nowhere, and Adam's like, what? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, Adam's like, oh, it must be from a net, these nets that keep hurting the dolphins. Yeah, and he says that this is the third scar that's happened this week, and so it must be the Marie Rose's nets. Yeah, he's telling um, Dr. Zand back at the Marine Center, um, and he's like, we have to do something, we have to stop them, and Dr. Zand is like, we can't do anything, and she's like, you don't even know that it's from the Marie Rose. And he's like, well, everyone, every other fisherman has had lousy catch this season, but the Marie Rose always has so much fish. It's because of these illegal nets that are, like, hurting the dolphins. Yeah, and then Dr. Zan, just again, she's like, well, there's nothing I can do about it, so we can't do anything. Um, and then... So, yeah, so then we cut to oh. the beach. Susie is opening up her nail polish kit, but the clear polish is missing, and it's because Rob is using it to preserve dead bugs. Yeah, because bugs are his thing again. He's not really an important character. I don't really know why we spend so much time on him. But we see... Vicky's sitting there, um, and she looks up to the ocean and sees Zach doing some sick tricks on a jet ski. Yeah, and so she goes to talk to him. He tries to go in for a kiss immediately. The only time they've talked to each other this summer is the one time in the car. Tries to go in for a kiss, and she, like, pushes him away, and she's like, no, you never wrote me. That hurt my feelings. I don't like that. And Zachary's like, I was busy, and I I kept getting kicked out of my private schools and failing and oh also my mom died and then Vicky's like that's not funny and he's like oh no I'm being serious. I thought this was gonna be fake the whole time that we're like gonna see his mom. No. <laughs> no his mom actually just died. Yeah and so Vicky's like oh I'm sorry and then Zach's like oh it's okay no kiss but can I have a hug instead like he's like can I have a hug kind of guy. Mm. Ew. Yeah so they hug. He's like, oh I missed 
Yeah. yeah. Vicky. So then later on, Zach and Vicky are sitting on the beach, and they're supposed to be watching Robbie, but they're not. So yeah, anyway, they're we talking. See, we see Robbie playing fetch with the dog. He throws the toy into the ocean, but the dog is just like, nah, I'm not going to get what my dog does. He's yeah. Like, nah, I'm not going to get that. So Rob goes into the ocean to go get it himself, yeah. while Zach and Vicky are talking a little bit away. Yeah, and so Zach is saying... That his dad refuses to talk about his mom. All he did was send him to a grief counselor. And the grief counselor was like, you seem sad because your mom died. And he's like, well, yeah. And so um, as they're talking, Vicky just looks really sad, obviously, because she's like, oh, your mom died and I feel bad about being mean to you. Yeah, we're also cutting back and forth to see Rob swimming out to get the frisbee, but like starting to get overtaken by the waves. Yeah, and so Zach starts asking about her and Vicky says that last summer felt like forever ago and Zach is bad that glad that she's back. And then we see, yeah, like you said, Rob is struggling to swim and reach the frisbee and Vicky and Zach aren't watching him while they talk like they're supposed to. Vicky says that her parents wouldn't let her um oh Zach starts talking about how he has like his pilot's license or something and he's like we should go on a plane ride and she's like no my parents would not be down with that and then as this happens well, and then Zach is oh. like mm, that's the thing about you Vicky you don't ever do the things you really want to do uh. yeah so at this point Vicky just kind of like stops and stares and starts running to the shore she notices that Rob is not on shore and she can't see him in the ocean so she runs into the ocean but she can't immediately find him. And then we see Rob underwater as this dolphin approaches him. Well, yeah, and Vicky's, like, calling his name, and she's like, somebody help, help! And so as that happens, this dolphin circles Rob and then brings him to short, shore, and Rob's like, how did I yeah, get Vicky, back? Vicky's standing there, and she turns around, and all of a sudden there's Rob on shore. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't know how he, get, how he got back. And then we see this dolphin squeal in the ocean. Yeah, and it squawks a little bit, mm-hmm. and, Be- and Be- oh, Vicky's yeah. like, oh. Uh, so, Grandpa and Vicky are walking through town, the harbor master greets them, and the harbor master, like Dr. Zand, asks Grandpa how he's doing. Um, Grandpa tells Vicky what's, Grandpa asks Vicky, he's like, hey, what's bothering you? And they sit and talk, and Vicky goes, I think I can telepathically communicate with dolphins. And she explains what, what happened with Rob and Eva. And And Grandpa's just like... Yeah, okay, sounds legit. I don't know what kind of reverend he is, but, like, if this is, like, some sort of Baptist church or whatever, that would not fly. They'd be like, no, 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 that's Satan's ma'am. You need to go to yeah. the church. I yeah. don't know. But Grandpa- Grandpa's just like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Your grandma could, like, tell things about yeah, people. Yeah, she was like, oh, whenever your mother was a baby, Grandma would know that she was crying before she actually heard her. So you can communicate with dolphins. Okay, that's kind of a weird thing, though, because my mom will a lot of times, like, hear a phone ringing before it starts ringing. So, I don't know. Maybe well, that's that might a just thing. just be, like, mom voodoo stuff. Yeah. Like, I believe in that. Like, yeah. mom's, like, special <laughs> They know <abilities>. stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in dolphins. And talking to dolph- <laughs> dolphins? No, I don't think so. Um... And, yeah, and <laughs> Grandpa's like, the dolphins trust you. Maybe it's because you're a poet. Yeah, I, Grandpa's really pushing her into this whole poetry thing. Like, she's like, I don't know, they never say, but she's maybe, like, 16 or 17, and yeah. she's like, you should be a poet. There's a lot of money in that. Ugh, I, I fail. I would, like, I don't know, draw Spongebob, and my family would be like, you're gonna be an artist. And like, no, I'm not. Take that in the museum. <laughs> Drawing Spongebob, it's easy. Yeah, and so Vicky asks why everyone always asks how he's feeling, because the harbor master just asks, and he's like, I'm 81, you know, people do that. 
Yeah, so then we cut to uh, Zach and Vicky are at lunch, and Zach is basically just telling Vicky about his daddy issues. That's what I wrote! I thought he talks <laughs> about his daddy issues! Um, basically, Dad, like, never talks about his feelings, and he, igno- he like, talks about golf or manly things like the stock market, but he never wants to talk about Mom. Um, Zach starts to grab Vicky's hand, but then Adam spots them, and he's like, oh, hey, Vicky, and Vicky, like, pulls away. Oh! And Vicky's like, oh, like, Adam, this is Zach, whatever. And then <laughs> Zach introduced himself, he's like, oh, I'm Zachary Gray, and Adam's like, your dad is Thomas Gray. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and he's like, you know the Marie Rose is using these trip nets, and it's illegal, and the dolphins are dying! Yeah, and he literally <laughs> sits down and draws him a diagram of these drift nets, and he's like, this is what happens, and it's very bad, and, and Zach is he's like, doing it to I supply don't. his cannery. <laughs> Zach is like, I, I, that sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, they even catch dolphins, and the dolphins will die in those nets. And yeah, so Zach doesn't really care until Vicky's like, but this is a bad n- thing. Okay, so Zach is like, oh, well, why don't you guys go to the cops? And then he's Vicky's like, Zach, does your dad really use those? So Zach's like, oh, Vicky's interested. He's like, have you become a dolphin hugger, Vic? A dolphin hugger. That's, those are the literal words that they use. He calls her Vic. Yeah, and then she's like, maybe. Ugh. So then Zach's like, all right, we got a plan. We're going to check it out tonight. Because Zach is really trying to impress Vicky. Yeah, so the three of them sneak onto the Marie Rose at night. Um, Zach tells Vicky to keep a lookout while um, he and Adam sneak onto the boat. And Zach uses this opportunity to ask Adam, like, mm, so what's your situation with Vicky? Yeah, what do you think about Vicky? <laughs> uh, but little did they know, the boat captain was on the boat. He walks out, but Zach covers for them. He's like, oh, like, it's just me, like, the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they kind of get off scot-free. But as they leave, um, Adam says, he's like, oh, I, I definitely saw a drift net on the boat. Yeah. Um, so Zach drops Vicky off back at home. He and walks her to the door and kisses her before saying goodnight. Yeah, and he's like, oh, did you miss me? And then they kiss again. Two kisses within the same minute. It's a lot. Yeah, and so Zach's like, dream about me. And I said, ew. Okay, I was just to say, I told Kelly this earlier today. Whatever he, he, like, I... I don't understand how, like, dreaming about someone is romantic, because my dreams are so fucking weird. Like, you don't want to be in my dreams. (laughs) I had a dream last night that Kelly tried to hit on boys by saying, Hey dudes, you guys see the game last night? That is not based on real life. I would not do that. (laughs) I think it's supposed to be romantic. Romantic. Like, you know how you talked about how you had a dream about Lip one time? Yeah, that was really nice. Lip from Shameless. Lip, from Shameless. Lip Gallagher. It was like two seconds long. And <laughs> literally, we hugged. And like, we were in a relationship. But oh, it was the best dream I ever had. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's what Zachary so is going Vicky for. So you like, say next one and be like, Zach, I had a dream we hugged last night. It was amazing. It was so nice. <laughs> hey, Lip, if you're, oh wait, I think he's, he has a daughter and he's married. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, uh, Vicky walks into the house, and um, she dreams that she's a mermaid again. With the dolphins. Yeah, and so but... all of a sudden, this, the dolphins are, like, swimming around her, and then one of the dolphins turns into Adam, and then he kisses her, very passionately, might I add, underwater. So then I put a note, oh my god, three kisses and only 30 minutes into the decom. Did Troy and Gabriella didn't kiss until High School Musical 2. I'm surprised that this was not more popular just for the fact alone that there's so much kissing. There's a lot of kissing. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, Vicky wakes up like all confused. Like, what was that? Yeah. Uh, So then we cut to Adam's talking to Harbor Patrol and the officer, the Harbor Master, is telling him that the Marie, like, he'll check the Marie Rose when it gets back and he'll look at it, but he can't really do much about it. He just has to, like, 
go off this, like, assumption or whatever. Yeah, so when we cut to back at Grandpa's house, Rob is chasing Susie with a bug. Uh, Grandpa calls them into dinner as Vicky arrives back from the beach. There are flowers waiting on the table from Oh, there's roses. Um, (laughs) Susie is like, I don't understand dating. It's a waste of time. Like, if I find a guy, we're just gonna be together forever. Well, yeah, she says it's illogical, it's a waste of time and energy, and then she's like, when I get older, I'm just gonna find one guy, and then I'm just gonna be with him. It's that easy. And I was like, girl, if only... I, we love the confidence. <laughs> I love the attitude toward dating. So I think that's the way we all feel about it. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, Vicky asks, well, what'll happen if the guy you pick, like, doesn't like you back? And she's like, don't be ridiculous. I said, we love a confident queen. Uh, so at this time, Adam comes up to Grandpa's house to drop off more books, and Grandpa invites him to stay for dinner. And Vicky's, like, mm, noticeably a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and then we immediately cut to after dinner. Uh, everyone's cleaning up. And Adam says that he grew up in St. Louis. Hi. But he didn't... We're from St. Louis, if you don't know. But he didn't see the ocean until he visited Florida when he was 10. Which, like, they make it seem like it sounds like such a long time. Yeah. I didn't see the ocean until he went to Florida when I was 18. <laughs> I don't know. And it but, wasn't that But he great. loves dolphins. He loves yeah. marine life. He's just like, I love the dolphins so much. Well, right? yeah. He said that he was in the ocean, and all of a sudden, a pod of dolphins formed a circle around him, and at first he thought they were sharks because he saw her saw their fins, but then they just, like, swam around, and it was fun, and he and loved it. And then at it. that point, at the age of 10, he said, I will study dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, maybe that wasn't the best idea, and Vicky's like, why not? That's really fun. And Adam's like... I can't be convinced of anything unless there's science to prove it. And Vicky's like, but you read philosophy! Vicky's like, maybe the dolphins were trying to communicate with you. Like, if you had just believed it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> ignore it. And Adam says, I'm a scientist. I figure things out. Yeah, so then they, like, argue for a little bit until the harbor master walks in, because apparently he knew that that's where Adam was tonight. Yeah. Um, he tells Adam that there's no drift nets on the Marie Rose, and even if he did see them, it's not enough to prosecute. They have to actually catch them in the act of using the drift nets. Yeah, uh, so Adam storms off, and Vicky, like, tries to follow him, but then he just keeps going, so Vicky goes back inside. She looks out the balcony that night, and Grandpa walks out, and he says that she's challenging Adam in a good way, a way that he's never been challenged before. They've known each other for two days. Literally. I don't understand. (laughs) And so, uh, Vicky complains that she doesn't get Adam. Like, how can he like philosophy, but also not believe in dolphins talking to people? (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't say it like that, but, like, calm down. Yeah, and so Grandpa is just like, look at the stars. So they look through the telescope, and Grandpa says that... Grandpa explains how stars work, and that the things that we see in space are things that happened, like, thousands of years ago. Um, Yeah. But uh, they could have already, like, stars could have already died, but their light still radiates, and he says, what you're looking at isn't always the whole truth. Yeah, and so then Grandpa's like, you know, Susie is very smart, but sometimes I wish that she would just enjoy the beauty of nature, too, instead of focusing on the science. And then he says, Adam's real light hasn't reached Vicky yet. Yeah. <laughs> fucking weird. And then he's like, hey, I have something to show you. So they go into Grandpa's study, and he pulls out this book, and he starts reading Vicky this, like, long-ass passage. It's like this poem-type thing, but it's it has... It's the title, A Ring of Endless Light. Yeah, it has the I, phrase, I don't know Ring of Pure and Endless Light in I it. don't know what it is. I do didn't look it up. I don't care. But yeah. then Vicky's sitting there and she's like, wow, that's so deep. Wow. She literally wow. says, that's so deep. <laughs> uh, so Grandpa goes to bed and he's like, Vicky, keep reading. <laughs> so yeah. that's what happens. 
Um, so the next day, um... We cut to Zachary's house. Yes, the boat captain had told Zach's dad about Zach and Adam and Vicky on the boat. So, um, his dad confronts them at breakfast. And we see that, like, they have a housekeeper and they have a big house with a pool, so they're very, very rich. Um, and dad says that, like, oh, this business, um, that dad has provides them with their lifestyle, and if Zach interferes, then, you know, this, uh, fancy cars and good schools, he's not gonna have them anymore. But Zach is just like, do you use drift nets? And yeah. Dad gets angry. Dad says, Tough em, toughen up, and then walks away. Yeah. Uh, so then Vicky shows up again at the research center. I don't know why she could just keeps showing up. I guess she's allowed to do that. I guess. But as this happens, Enid is giving birth to her calf, um, and things are going wrong. And so she, Vicky tries to, like, tell them, like, she they're, doesn't want to be sedated because yeah, they try to bring to, her medicine. They're about to sedate her, but then Vicky's like, no! And then she's like... Uh, Basil is here, and Enid wants him with with a uh, with her while she gives birth. Yeah, so Basil like jumps up, and Vicky says, "Let him in," and he immediately calms Enid, and then Enid swims off, and the baby swims out of the dolphin. Wait, I think there is a literal shot of a dolphin giving birth, and there is blood in the ocean as well. It looks so weird. It, like the dolphin just like comes out well for a while the dolphin is like half out half still in enid and then she swims and then the dolphin just like shoots out it just comes out and then swims along with them i did not know i was going to be witnessing a dolphin birth i I did did not not know know. that's how dolphins gave birth i did not know either i watched i was watching this and i literally stopped and ran into kelly's room and i was like i did i just watch a dolphin give birth yeah apparently it was a lot yeah (laughs) So, so yeah. we watched a dolphin give birth. Yeah. If you watch this movie with us. <laughs> After that, Adam's like, hey, Vicky, how'd you know that? And Vicky tries to run off, but she Adam just runs away. Yeah, and Adam follows her, uh-huh. and Adam says, like, you're communicating with them, yeah, aren't she, you? He immediately, he's like, oh, you're communicating telepathically with the dolphins. Is that yeah, right? it's like whenever Bella's like, I know what you are. <laughs> a vampire. And, um, oh my yeah, God. Adam... He's like he starts like saying these things like he wants to approach this ability scientifically, but Vicky. Yeah, well, okay. Adam says that he could prove dolphins communicate telepathically if Vicky works with them. Like, how are you going to prove that? The scientific method has to be like you have to be able to prove it multiple times for it to be real. How yeah. are you going to prove that multiple times, Adam? Vicky, I'm not even a scientist, and I know that. Vicky just gets angry and goes home. Yeah. Uh, we briefly cut to Zach out on a speedboat taking pictures of his dad's boat using net, using drift nets. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back to Adam approaching Vicky writing poetry by the lighthouse. Yeah. Um, Adam, like, starts trying to explain, starts trying to explain himself. Yeah, and, and he apologizes for making her feel like a freak, and then tries to make up to her again. Yeah, Vicky tries to explain, like, this is just a feeling, I don't want to be studied, and I don't think this ability needs to be explained. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, you know, there's some things that we're just not meant to understand. And Adam's like, you know, I'm jealous that you can talk to dolphins. Like, whenever I go to Harvard in the fall, I'd like to say goodbye to them. Yeah, and so Vicky's just like, we don't have to understand everything in life. Adam apologizes again, and he's like, yeah, I was just jealous, and yeah, and that's They're it. friends again. Yeah. Um, so Susie and Vicky are in, are in the room that they share, and Vicky starts asking Susie about, like, choosing between Adam and Zach. Yeah, again, <laughs> Susie is 10 years old. <laughs> so Susie goes... Okay, well, let's make a pros and cons list. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, Vicky starts just talking about the good things about each of them. Yeah, so she goes, Adam uh, is smart and nice and has drive and ambition and goals, 
But Zach is hot and rich. So I don't know. You got a pretty even match here. <laughs> yeah. And so then Susie's like, you need to, we need to go about statistics. She says, make a weighted pros and cons list. And at this point, I put a star. Has anyone ever made a pros and cons list and ever made a decision after doing that? Because I am horrible at making decisions. So I have made many a pros and cons list. And never in my life has it helped me make a decision. Because I'm just like, I don't know. There's good and yeah, bad things. I, I remember doing that once. And I still, like, hadn't made a clear decision yet. And then I talked to my mom, and she's like, I think you made up your mind. And I'm like, I think I'm right. I think you're right. I made up my mind. Mine was also in college whenever I was having a horrible time. And I was like, should I stay at college or should I not? And Yeah, it was, just, it was I went out, um, out of town for college. And I was like, should I go home and take classes? I don't know. But yeah, I ended up going home. I think pros and cons lists are a scam, but that's besides the point. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to Zach and Vicky. They're at dinner at a fancy restaurant. Um, Zach tells Vicky that he's just amazed by the closeness of Vicky's family and that she talks to her parents. Yeah, okay. Zach, Zach goes off. He says, you know, when I was growing up, my parents were always weird because they never got divorced, which was mostly just because they thought it would be too inconvenient. And oh my God, I have met people like that who just like stayed together because it was convenient and it's so fucking awkward to be around and like stay together for the kids. That's like... Ooh, have you ever known people who, like, they had kids, and then there's, like, an age gap, and then they had more kids because it was, like, their marriage was not going very well when they had no more kids? Because I have, and it's very uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, it's up to you, like, whether you want, whether you think divorce is the right option. Well, also, I've seen a lot of TikToks because I've seen some TikToks where it's like, I'm funny because I have divorced parents. It's my trauma. And then there are a lot of TikToks that respond to that. And it's like, I had parents who should have been divorced and stayed together. That's my trauma. So this is like a common thing. Like, people know when your parents argue all the time. Like, you know. We have a friend whose parents are divorced and their family is so much better for it. Yeah, so he starts talking about that, and then, like he said, he was like, I was so surprised when I saw that your parents actually love each other, and they're very, like, affectionate, which, yeah, (laughs) and he's just talking about how weird this is that his family talks, and they pray and eat together, he doesn't know people like that in real life, and so even though Vicky is, like, all of that amazing things that he sees, she's still real, and then Zach's like, oh, I invited a guest, and Adam shows up. (laughs) Yeah, so Adam comes to dinner, um, and Zach shows them the pictures of the boat that he took. And Adam says, it's still not enough. We actually have to catch them in the act. And Zach is like, oh, well, what then? We'll just have to catch them in the act. So Zach has a plan. And then Vicky and Zach are like, well, let's go dance. They didn't even order. They're yeah. like, well, let's go dancing. And they invite Adam, but Adam's like, mm, I'm not really a dance. Also, it'd be like a weird third wheel. Well, yeah, he <laughs> said they said they're going to take a boat to a club on the mainland. Yeah. I don't know how far away the mainland is. Also, I don't know how old they are, but what kind of club is going to let them in? Are there real clubs that are for people under the age of eight? Like, we had one club that people <laughs> Club, to, that is a It wasn't even a club that people <laughs> between the ages of 18 and 20 went to because it was the only one that they could go to. But I've never... Never heard of a club like where people under eighteen. I mean, maybe, maybe in other countries. Of where we live, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. But yeah, Midwest. so they decide they're they're gonna go do that. But Vicky's like, I need to be home, not too late. And yeah, so then they leave the restaurant. We cut to Vicky writing at home later that night, and she hears Adam outside. And they end up going to the beach, and they make a fire and like awkwardly dance. With okay, each other. because Vicky was like, Adam's like, I don't dance, and Vicky's like, I'll teach you, and he's like, No. And so Adam's like, Oh, does that offer still stand? At this point, I wrote, What time is it? Because she said she wanted to be home not too late, but it is dark outside, and 
and she didn't tell her her grandpa she was going to the beach. Yeah, but yeah, no. they make this big fire, which also, I don't know if that actually happens. Can you make fires on the beach? Is there, like, rules about this? I've never seen um, it in real life. I don't know if you can't, I don't know if you can't on, like, public beaches, but, like, where I stay on Lake Michigan, we have, um, places on the lake, and it's all private property, and we could make fires, um, yeah, like, there, but we also had to, like, keep it maintained and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't know, yeah, so I don't know if this is a private beach or public, but. Yeah, but they they have a fire going, and they're dancing, and Vicky's like, oh, you just need to relax, like, go with the music, and so Adam is like, why are you always writing? Like, what are you always writing? And she's like, oh, I write poetry, and Adam's like, oh, I'd love your to grandpa read. says that you're really good. I'd love to read this bitch's poetry. Yeah, <laughs> and then a slow song comes on the radio, so they start slow dancing, which is not Okay, that's fine. So they start slow dancing, and Adam's like, yeah, you know, your grandpa talks about you a lot. And Vicky's like, uh, yeah, he used to be, like, a huge preacher, and he was, he had broadcasted sermons and everything, but then he decided to settle down. Yeah, she was like, oh, he traveled the world, and then he came to this island, and he's like, I'm never leaving. Yeah, and so Vicky tells Adam that it's his turn to lead, because apparently she was leading the slow dance, so. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you lead and not lead. I yeah. Don't lead. So they start dancing, and they keep, like, looking at each other and do that thing. So then they kiss, and at first they, like, they, like, pull away, and they're like, oh, did we just do that? They don't say anything. And then they're just like, okay, let's kiss again. So they kiss twice. This is the fifth kiss kisses in this decom. And so Vicky's like, you know, we should probably get back. So they hold hands as they walk back, and they leave the fire. They leave the fire! Unattended! Oh my god, this is a big-ass fire, and they start walking away without doing anything to yeah. this fire. Adam, Adam goes back. I thought he was gonna, like, do something. No, he just picks up the boombox. <laughs> Y'all would have caused a wildfire. I, I, this is inaccurate. Okay. Whatever. Um, Adam <laughs> drops Vicky off at home, um, and again, he, like, asks for help on dolphin re- research, so she... Finally, she, she says she'll help. Uh, they kiss again. Yeah, sixth time. <laughs> before he leaves, Vicky walks inside and goes, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the next day, Vicky and Adam are at the dolphin. Oh, they're opening the dolphin gate, and the dolphins so are able to swim Enid, free. Basil and their new child swim in the ocean. Yeah, and so uh, they, they Adam's get, like, can you please call them? Yeah, they're tr- starting to test Vicky's abilities. So Vicky, like, tries to call them. And then they talk for a little bit about dolphins. And, and it, like, it, like, doesn't work at, uh, at first. Yeah. And he's like, it's okay, at least you tried. But then, yeah, as they're talking, they're like, why do you think dolphins return to the sea? They used to have hands. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know. I don't understand. Really I guess they're talking stupid. about mermaids, but they're like, they must have decided to do that for some reason. And then anyway, the dolphins show up yeah, and they the want to play. come back and they all flip and they ride. And Vicky and Adam hold their fins and ride around. And, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and then Vicky decides to ask the dolphins why they return to the sea. And she gets pulled underwater. Mysteriously. She's but- underwater. Water, she looks unconscious and then apparently she pops up and All screams. Of a she wakes up on shore. Yeah, and so Adam's like what happened? And, or Vicky's like, what happened? Adam's like, you were drowning. And then all of a sudden you popped to the water, screamed, and then swam to shore and acted like nothing happened. Yeah. And then she says she couldn't understand the answer to her question. She says she saw the light. And then she says dolphins are connected to everything. They hold no secrets. Yeah. And it, she's it like, makes literally dolphins no can be true and fully themselves. And that's why they returned for that freedom. And then Vicky and that bites That only home. happens in the ocean? 
I don't know. I don't. It has to do with the passage, probably. I, I wasn't paying that. No. So, I'm sure it makes a lot more sense in the book. <laughs> yeah. So Vicky bikes home, and Zachary is waiting for her, saying it's time to catch the bad guy. So they go onto a boat, which I guess that Zachary has his boating license. I feel like I would want to check that info before I got in a boat with him, but it's yeah, fine. Yeah, they get on the speedboat, and Zach starts talking about how Adamus is competition, um, and then. Zach decides to have a little fun. Well, he's like, oh, is Adam a serious person? And Vicky's like, yeah, I guess so. And Zach's like, oh, he's like an old man. Vicky's like, why are you so obsessed with him? And Zach's like, I'm not. And he's like, you know, I'm not dull. And he's like, let's have some fun. And starts going full speed at an oncoming boat as Vicky is freaking out. Like, hey, dude, what the fuck is going on here? And he's like, you've never played chicken before? Ha ha ha. Vicky is obviously panicking because they're going full speed at another boat. And I had a story that I wanted to share about a somewhat similar experience. So whenever I was going into my sophomore year of high school, there was this guy that I had like kind of dated on again and off again a couple times. And so we went on this like quote unquote date. We just like hung out and we went to this parking lot not to do anything sketchy. We were just like hanging out and there was nowhere else to go. So we got into his car and he was like, hey, let's do donuts. And I was like, hey, no, let's not do donuts. That makes me really anxious. I don't want to be in the car while we do that. I don't like that at all. And he's like, no, it'll be fine. It's fun. So we started doing donuts and I start panicking. I am like almost having a panic attack. And so at this point I was like, okay, we need to go home. And so he's like driving me home and we're at a stoplight and I am still like breathing heavy, like hyperventilating because I was like, I hate that. That makes me panic. And so he's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I told you not to do that and then you did uh and then he never contacted me again after that because i had like a panic attack that's a fun story that i connected to but sorry back to the story it's very intense they're almost gonna hit this boat and then zach swerves at the last minute and starts laughing laughing and vicky's like no take me back to shore immediately and i was like yes queen we love that for you stick up for yourself so they go back to shore and vicky is so fucking angry and she starts yelling at him yeah and And she's like you could have killed us and she's like if you have a death wish that's on you but don't hurt other people in the process and zach is like I was just trying to impress you I really like you and then Vicky shoots back and says you need to like yourself yeah start trying to like yourself so Um, Vicky is riding again that night and it's raining and then she hears this loud noise and so she gets up to go see what happened and we see that grandpa fell out of bed and grandpa's calling uh Vicky Clara which is his wife's name and she's like he's like I try to get my meds and Vicky's like hey grandpa like I'm Vicky what's going on grandpa's obviously very out of it and he says like Vicky's like you need a doctor and grandpa's like no no don't call a doctor he's like just get me my medicine and so Vicky picks up the medicine she reads the label and it says that it's a painkiller and to take it as needed so she goes to get grandpa water and Vicky's like okay what is really going on about your health and grandpa's like I'm good for 81 again trying to like not talk about it and Vicky's like no for real like what are you doing and then he smiles and just goes leukemia yeah <laughs> it's not even like like a, like oh sit down Vicky it's just like leukemia yeah and so Vicky immediately is like uh what the fuck and he's like mom and dad don't know yet I was gonna tell them when you all got here but you kept asking so Vicky starts crying and she hugs grandpa and he's like you're the only person who knows um and you're oh and Vicky's like you're the only person who gets me like what am I gonna do and grandpa's like you'll find more people who love you and understand you through poetry again with the poetry grandpa <laughs> And so Vicky, uh, Grandpa asks Vicky to read him something, one of her poems, and he says that he's not afraid of death, and yeah, she reads one of her poems, yeah. Vicky Uh, fell asleep in the study holding her book of poetry, (laughs) and then she hugs Grandpa in the morning, and I guess everything's fine again. But I don't understand, because Grandpa was acting like he had, like, dementia or something, and then- Yeah, I don't- 
I've never, I don't, never had leukemia, but I don't know if it yeah, maybe. messes up your memory. And... Well, I don't think he was getting treatment for it, so, yeah, I don't I know. Don't. Anyway. Um, Vicky wakes up the next morning. Uh, we briefly cut to the Marie Rose, like, actually dropping drift nuts in the ocean. Susie and Rob are cooking a ball on a beach, and Adam and Vicky are sitting there, and Adam's like, oh, I tried to write you a poem, but it was bad, so I threw it away. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're talking for a little bit. Vicky stops immediately run towards the ocean she got like her spidey senses tingling and yeah. she says a drift net caught eated yeah and so <laughs> they call zachary immediately they explain that a dolphin is stuck and they need to go on a boat and help them yeah so they all meet at the dock where zach is supposed to be helping his dad with business stuff like smooth some sketchy guys yeah basil basil is there to like lead them he's waiting for them to get the boat and dad yells at zach he's like get on the boat son and zach is like uh-uh yeah, he sticks up to his dad, and they leave. And they follow Basil in the water, uh, and they oh, approach yeah. the Marie Rose. It's a mile out, but if they pull in their nets with Enid inside, she'll die. Yeah, Vicky uses Zach's cell phone to call Grandpa to tell the harbor master. Um, the Marie Rose starts to reel in the net with Enid trapped inside. But it'll take a, a couple minutes for that to happen because it's a mile out or something. Yeah, That's what they so say. Vicky immediately jumps in the water as har- the harbor master and grandpa begin to ride out. But Enid is too tangled for Vicky to untangle her herself. So Adam grabs some tools uh, and jumps in to cut the net. The Marie Rose notices them, but they're just kind of like, eh, whatever. And they keep reeling in the net. Uh, Vicky and Adam eventually get Enid out, and she's able to reunite with her family and goes back and swims in the ocean. But now, Adam is caught in the net. Yeah, and so he goes, he gets pulled underwater as the boat, as the net just starts going a lot faster in. And so he's unconscious underwater, and the dolphins start, like, nudging him, and he sees this light. Um, oh, Vicky gets back onto the boat, and they start, like, taking the boat to try and help him, which doesn't make sense. The dolphins try to nudge him. He sees this light and a mermaid, and then Vicky is in the water, helping untangle him. And they both pop up out of the water, and it's good. And the harbor master shows up, and they're like, we caught you using a drift net in the act. This is not not good grandpa sees vicky and they wave and he's like you're busted captain and then they <laughs> they all go back to the dock and vicky the, the dolphins just like fucking revived adam after he well, lost consciousness I don't, they they told him that it would be okay they'd help him and vicky helped him because as they're sitting on well, the he boat, like opened his eyes underwater after the dolphins Okay. Yeah, so as they're sitting on the boat still, like, Zach is getting off, like, docking the boat, and Vicky is talking to Adam, and she's like, the dolphins spoke to you, didn't they? <laughs> and Adam's like, yeah, they told me to hold on, that I had more to do, and Vicky grabs Adam Adam's hand, and Zachary sees this and looks, like, a little disappointed. And this is the last time we see Zach yeah, for the rest no, of the movie. <laughs> there's no closure in that whole thing. So, uh, yeah, Grandpa drives Vicky back to where Susie and Rob are waiting. Um, Susie and Rob are like, oh my god, what happened, what happened, what happened, what happened? Mm-hmm. And Grandpa's like, I'm gonna go take a nap. Uh, so as Vicky- he does this, he passes the dog, and the dog whines as Grandpa goes by. So this is, like, a little sign, maybe. Yeah, so Vicky's writing at night. Uh, she decides to go ask Grandpa if he wants some tea. But Grandpa is literally in the act of dying. Yeah, he's in so much pain, he grabs Vicky's hand. And, and he's just like, it's time. Yeah, and so Vicky's Vicky. like, let me call a doctor. And Grandpa's like, no. He's like, today was one of my best days ever. Uh, you have so much light in your life, and you have a wonderful gift, and you need to share it. You're so special. And then he just stops talking, <laughs> and he dies. And Vicky's holding his hand and starts crying on him. This is very, like, a lot to show children on Disney <laughs> I Channel. I don't know how I would have responded to this movie if I was a child. 
yeah, so that happens, and she just cries. And the yeah, next so day, to the next day, Rob is sitting sadly on the porch swing. Susie is looking sadly out the window. Uh, Vicky grabs what looks like is her poetry book, but it's actually an empty book that says Volume Two on the cover. Yeah. So it's for all her future poems. Yeah. Uh, the harbor master walks in and tells Vicky that the parents will arrive any minute. Okay, they don't explain this either. So after Grandpa died, I guess Vicky had to call the police. Yeah. And be yeah, like, my Grandpa that. just died. I thought about that too, like having to like, get him out of. And she, she has to be the adult, and she's there with her little siblings, and she has to tell them that her- Poor uh, Vicky, she's like 16. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and her siblings are like significantly younger than her, too. Yeah, and so uh, Vicky sits by- Rob. Rob, and she's trying to talk. Oh, they start talking, and Rob He's is just like, like- I don't know, trying to understand death. And, and the afterlife from a child's perspective. And yeah, it's I don't know. so hopeful Something and beautiful. Something about planet with no eyes. I don't fucking know. I didn't write that. Yeah. So the and kids, the parents arrive. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Vicky, or no, Rob and Susie go and hug the parents immediately, and then they're like, come on, Vicky. So Vicky goes and hugs them, because I guess that was, like, a thing. So they grab all of their uh, packed-up belongings, and they're at the ferry, and that's where Vicky sees Adam, and he returns her book of, books of poems, and he was like, thanks for letting me read these. They're really great. And Vicky's like, I'm going to en- enter them at the paper at school, because I have confidence in my poetry now. <laughs> and so... Um, and so Adam's like, oh, I get the new school? And Vicky's like, no, I talked to mom. I'm not going to smart school because that's not for me. Yeah. And so Vicky's like, I'm going to, oh, Adam says that she'll be a great artist. And Vicky's like, you're going to be a great scientist. Yeah. And so she kisses him on the cheek and they say goodbye. And as she's walking away, Adam says, I'll write you. And she says, I'll write you too. And then she boards the ferry. Yeah. Her parents and whole family are just like watching this entire exchange happen, which is so awkward. Um, and as they leave, Vicky hears Grandpa, Grandpa's voice reciting that same, like, phrase that we heard earlier about the ring of endless light as she and sees dolphins swimming and jumping, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That was it. <laughs> that's the ring of endless light, but there were six kisses in this movie, which is six more than High School Musical has. Um, I was going to tell you the differences between the book and the movie, which is... Uh, this is just from IMDb, so I'm sure there's more. But it says, uh, Vicky and her family knew about her grandfather's condition the entire time. Oh. Uh, she had an older brother, and her younger sister was actually her older sister, who was prettier. That's what it says. That makes a lot more sense about her asking about boys then. <laughs> uh, there was a third boy she was interested in, and the whole thing about drift nets- Whoa! The whole thing about drift nets wasn't there, and- A love rectangle. Yeah. The whole thing about drift nets was not a thing, and her parents were there the whole time as well at the island with Grandpa. Huh. Well, actually, I kind of like some of the liberties they took with this then, because that, I'm sure the book was better, but that seems, that doesn't fit this story they did, so. Yeah, I, I don't know what the book is, like, I probably should have, like, looked up what actually happens in the book. It's fine. No one cares. <laughs> we don't care. I don't think many people have seen this. Yeah. <laughs> So, how did you, did you have any quotes, slash, how did you rate and rank this? Um, my main quote was, are you a dolphin hugger, bitch? <laughs> um, I personally, like, whenever Susie said it would be ridiculous that a boy would not like her back, because I want to have that confidence in myself, so. Um, yeah, well, whenever I first looked at the, like, plot summary of this movie, where it was like, a girl can talk to dolphins, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, we already watched that with horses. Yeah, I was like, we're gonna have a dolphin girl movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Okay, okay, here's the thing. We don't hate animals by any means. But there are so many bad animal movies, and this is just one of them. It's not the worst by any means. We've watched even worse animal decoms, but they're just not that good. If I'm going to watch an animal movie, I'm going to watch Air Bud. Homeward Bound, also a good one. Homeward Bound, uh, Racing Stripes. Classic. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever the animals don't, like, physically talk. I mean, this one they didn't, but also, like, communicating with animals in general is kind of weird. It's like a knockoff Dr. Doolittle. I said that at one point. This is a knockoff Dr. Doolittle 2, so. I I know I've seen Dr. Doolittle, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, so how did you rate and rank this? Um, Well, like I said, I thought that this was going to be a lot worse than it was. Yeah. (laughs) I thought I was going to be, like, I was going to say that I went to a community college and then I went to a liberal arts college and I have crossed paths with people who um, would describe themselves as, like, animal kin where they um, feel connected to certain animals. There was a girl in my class who specifically, um, I, like, half-identified as a cat. So I thought I was, I was going to be watching a movie like, related to this. Like that one video where the guy is like, on all levels except for, except for physical, I am a wolf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was going to say, if I had, like, crossed paths with this girl in college, I feel like she would have been like, I can communicate with dolphins. I don't think she's going around <laughs> bragging about that. I think she would have been like, come to my slam poetry event. Eden. Basil. Basil. Your unnamed child. <laughs> anyway, I gave this a two and a half out of five. Um, I put it at 33 below Wish Upon a Star and above, above and away. Yeah, I agree with you. I thought this was definitely going to be like a one or a half star movie. <laughs> I gave it a two out of five. I put it at number 40. Twas the Night is above it and the poof point is below it. This is our 49th. So next week Ooh. we're on to our 50th podcast and the movie will be The Scream Team. I've never heard of this one I, either. I'm excited. This is a Halloween one again, Ooh. and I enjoy this one. It has um, Kathy Najimi. Is that how you say your name? <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. I love her. Yeah. So that's exciting. Stay <laughs> tuned. Into her filmography. <laughs> Just be prepared. <laughs> All right. Bye. bye.